everybody and welcome to uh, another Speedway podcast. The Speedway podcast has been going quite nicely. We've um, we done a great one with Scotty Nichols, which hopefully many of you have already listened to. And Chris Louie and Mark Loram have also done a very special uh, Speedway podcast, which I know thousands of you have listened to. That's fantastic. Um, and one of those men, Mr. Louie, is back again. He's back to chat Ipswich Witches playoffs, the season so far, the hopes for the playoffs. Uh, Chris... Here we are on playoff week, um, and well, did you think Ipswich Witches would be in that top four at the, uh, when you put that team together in January, February? Um, I hoped they would. Did I think they would? I, I don't know. I mean, you, you can't go into any season, um, any competition without thinking you've got a chance, and, and I did think we had a chance. We, we were built differently, which I think was our strong point, the fact that we were different. We were very strong at the bottom. Um, you know, the whole complexity of the side did change when... Cam and Jake moved out of the reserve berths. But, uh, you know, we've weathered the storm. We have, unfortunately, had to make a couple of changes towards the end of the season. Um, I think they're for the good. Um, we haven't done enough to, to really know how that's going to pan out. Um, but now we get to find out in the playoffs. I mean, I must admit, when I put the look to the team at the start of the season, um, being the eternal pessimist, I could not see how Ipswich are going to win an away meeting or get any points. Well, I know it sounds a bit dramatic how they're not going to get any, but you know what I mean? And the team looked good on paper, particularly at home. I thought, oh, going away from home is going to be tricky, but that has proved to be... I've been, I have been proved to be completely wrong. <laughs> well, up to the latter stages, obviously <laughs> when we felt we needed to make the changes, I would suggest that um, for a lot of the season, we were probably in many ways stronger away from home yeah, than we very were much at so. home. So... Um, that's probably another positive and, an, and another, you know, strong point to, to um, why we've, we've ended up in the playoffs. Um, obviously, towards the end, it looked a little bit touch and go, but that's what's been good about the side um, right through the season. When their back's against the wall, they come out fighting. And, and that's as a, as a promotion, uh, certainly as, as a gaffer with, with Richie and as fans, it's all you want to see. You know, plenty of fight, give it 100%. If you fail and you've given 100%, you've, you know, you've, you've done... Uh, yourself and and certainly the fans proud, which is, um, you know, it was backs against the wall. We 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 engineered ourselves um, a lot of pressure in the end, and then we had to win against Swindon, who are the form side, who are undoubtedly, um, I think probably playoff favourites. Um, we had to beat them, and and we did to put ourselves in the playoffs. So um, you know that that was a fantastic effort. Couple of away wins at Peterborough. Um, a draw at Wolverhampton and at Kings Lynn. I mean, which one of those did you enjoy most? The wins, or the, I mean, there was the, the, the Chris Harris's uh, match-winning ride at uh, Kings Inn. Was yeah, I else. think you know when I talk to fans, that's the one that keeps popping up. Yeah, um, and that's what you get with Chris. You know, I, I said on TV the other night in an interview that he hasn't had his best of seasons. Um, that he's not hiding from that fact. We're not hiding from that fact, and he has taken some stick from from certain quarters of, of the terraces. But um, at the end of the day, he's never stopped giving a hundred percent. He has had his problems. Um, from about the, the third week of the season with his wrist and they're quite serious but he keeps battling on and you know it's rides like that one at Kings Lynn that, that um, earned us that draw that you know he's capable of and when it heads in towards the playoffs and the pressure's on um, he tends to thrive on that mm. so uh, you know we're glad to have him in the side yeah absolutely and I mean I think let's say go back to the start of Ipswich back in the big time I suppose you call it I mean it's the, it's the top of the league in Speedway, um, the Premiership, uh, BT Sport coverage, etc., etc. Um, you always said that you know you'd know when the time was right for Ipswich to go back up. I mean, have you felt you've made that right decision at the right time? What's the decision's been made at the right time? Um, 
Well, I'd like to take all the credit for it, but it was <laughs> sort of a forced decision with uh, things going on around the club and um, and the proposed sale of the club, um, which hasn't happened as of yet. <laughs> um, but um, no, uh, but having said that, uh, I do feel that it it was the right time. Um, it, it's not so much maybe about the Premiership, maybe a little bit about the Championship. I felt that... Um, with with the weakening of the teams in that league ahead of this year, um, it possibly wasn't the best place for the witches to be. You know, we've we've got um, great local backing um, with companies like True Plant are in Houston backing us, and um, you, you know we do well like that. And I felt we could build a side that could compete in the Premiership, and so it's proved so far. I think that's the thing is that, I mean Ipswich, you know, Fox or Ipswich has always been renowned with top flight speedway. I mean, you rode there for. 150 years so I mean you, you steady you, sorry sorry um, so yeah, but, I mean you, you know how it is Chris it's always been that way hasn't it and I think that the, the decade or so or 9-10 years in the championship was great um, I mean can you see this can you see it now this is it is this that, that back there now can you see it being that way now for a few more seasons to come um, well I've got to say the momentum has been sort of building um, the support has been fantastic yep. you know the, the fans have really backed us um, you know, even when things were getting tough, yes, of course, there's always going to be an element of your support that um, I wouldn't use the terminology turns on you, but, you know, give you a bit of stick. Mm. Um, and, and we certainly had that, but there's also been a much larger contingent that have just kept backing and just kept saying, you know, come on, push through it. It's, it's just the last push, get to the playoffs and anything can happen. Mm. And that's exactly the way we're looking at it, yeah. really. I mean, there's obviously been fewer meetings in the in the Premiership, you know. Um, it's been more quality over quantity. Again, I mean, I, again, I'll be honest and say at the start, you know, I looked at the first thought, oh, I don't know, you know, it doesn't seem to be enough meetings. But as it's gone on, the quality's been so high that it's almost like taken away from, you know, there's been no 66 30s at Fox or anything like that that there used to be. Unfortunately, there was one at Swindon. Yeah. There was one at Swindon, unfortunately. Yes, but that was. <laughs> yes, well, that wasn't. Uh, that wasn't. Uh, yeah, Things anyway. changed shortly after that. <laughs> but, you know. That, they're, they're, every meet at Fox season has been very close or pr- pretty close, and I suppose that's what fans do want, don't they? You know, um, they want to see close results because they're exciting to watch. Um, but on top of that, uh, in the main, the racing has been that that much, yeah, better, much better because you yeah. know the standard of riders from the one to seven is um, far more similar than perhaps in in the lower league. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's been so many positives, and uh, yeah, to answer your previous question, uh, yeah, I, I, I see us. Um, staying at the top level and and you know hopefully going from strength to strength. As I said, we've got um, pretty good backing and hopefully those guys have enjoyed this year. Stick with us and uh, you know who knows. I mean, so you just did mention about the club sale hadn't quite gone through. Did you want to elaborate on that or not really? Or um, still... Not really at this no. point. It's uh, <laughs> let's just say the sale is ongoing at the moment. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Well, I mean, so anyway, but here we are then. So you know, looking looking back at the team as you set it up, who surprised you most this season? The Witches. Seven. I mean, I know obviously we had Christian and, and Eddie Kennett have gone, but I mean, at the, at the seven that sort of started, um, which riders sort of you thought, wow, he's done superb, you know, for us. So they've all done well, but you know, one person sprung a little surprise. That's it's, that's a really difficult question because um, I suppose either end of the spectrum, um, surprised in a disappointing way with with maybe David Beligo. Um, I thought that uh, you know he would produce more than he did. Um, and again, it wasn't a lack of effort. Ipswich didn't suit him. He thought he could use that and learn from riding it regularly. Um, but instead, it kind of went the other way, knocked his confidence further. Mm. And so it wasn't the right move for him. Um, and I'm not knocking him. He gave us 
everything he could and it didn't work out. Um, so that was a surprise um, for the wrong reasons. And, and the other end of the spectrum, um, I felt that uh, Jake Allen could push on if he was in a, in a you know, settled team with the right guys around him. Um, and, and other than his injury, and that's a shame because I feel he would have pushed on even more, mm. Um, he has done just that and, mm. and that's been a pleasant surprise Cameron has only really delivered what I know he's capable of mm. because the effort's gone into it and um, you know and, and thankfully he's, he's reaped the rewards of that um, he needs a strong finish because as we discussed at the beginning we are a team that if we're going to compete at the very top in the playoffs then every rider needs to play their part exactly so here we are then Chris let's talk about them playoffs I mean firstly let's Set the record straight as to when and where they are, and the, obviously because of the weather, it's now at Pool on Thursday night and at Ipswich on Saturday night. One or two fans are a little bit disgruntled, I suppose, because obviously things were set in set in stone, sort of thing, where the players were going to be, and suddenly Ipswich isn't on a Thursday. But I mean, that's a oh, difficult one for a promoter. Yeah, it, it, it's a shame, and I understand any any fans that that are, you know obviously upset about the change. Um, but first of all, you have to remember that we are a sport that is wholly reliant on the weather. And uh, unfortunately, this time of year, the, we are at that point where the weather tends to, to break and turn, and, and that's exactly what's happened. So, um, you know, it, it, it has turned out to be raining in pool, so that was the right decision. Um, but I suppose fans will say, why couldn't we have still kept our home leg on the Thursday? We couldn't yeah. keep our home leg on the Thursday. Um, a, because at that point, the weather forecast was also poor here for Thursday. Mm. Um, and... B, because Paul um, couldn't have their stadium uh, for any dates uh, within the time period that that was able to be scheduled on, on for the TV contract mm. on BT Sport. So, you know, there's so many other aspects um, which are unfortunate, but mm. they are there and we have to adhere to them. Mm. Uh, that means it's, it's really not simple. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll have a huge slice of luck and I would say that's probably what it will end up being. And... Uh, Thursday will remain dry down on the south coast and mm. Saturday will be dry here and we'll, and we'll get the job done. It's a shame, but at the mm. end of the day, you know, the playoffs will take place, hopefully will take place um, this week and uh, hopefully we'll get the right result. Mm, exactly. Well, I mean, let's look at, let's look at, the, let's look at the, the play of Ipswich versus Paul. Um, as, a very, as, as typically, I've done my extremely good delving homework, as you can uh, imagine, Chris. Uh, yeah, uh, you're unbelievable. That's thank right. you very much. Very took, professional. It took me about... You should get a pay rise. Thank you. I think you keep talking. Um, you, it took me about 25 seconds to work out that we've beaten Paul once and they've beaten us five times this season. Um, now, it's never good, that's always a good time to change that, of course, but that's the reality, isn't it? Paul are very good, and we that's probably the team we don't have the best record against in the in the whole league. Yeah, but if you've ever played roulette, you know, you look at that red-black <laughs> and that sequence and just sort of, I think our numbers are up, mate. You know, I think it's going to turn. Ipswich will be the next one, so we're, yeah, we're due a win. To be honest, um, if you're being realistic, Swindon for Paul Wolverhampton and Ipswich, I think, were the team to avoid. Mm. Um, to make sure you had a best possible chance of getting to the final. Um, and I, I don't think Paul or Wolverhampton would disagree with that, if they were being honest. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, against Paul, um, as I felt against Wolverhampton, we have um, the absolute best chance of, of making it through mm. to the final. And, and I really genuinely do not see... You know, we are not miles apart. OK, yeah, you look at who's beaten who this year, but... Um, there hasn't been a huge gap no. in those results. No. And, um, uh, you know, on our day, I, I think we're more than capable of beating Paul. I wouldn't say 
we're likely to beat them comfortably. That yeah. would be nice. <laughs> yeah. But it's probably not going to be the case, but we certainly are capable of beating them. And a huge first leg course at pool. I mean, keep it as tight as you possibly can. I know this old, it's an old chestnut type, but it is the absolute fact because there's no doubt Ipswich quite capable of beating Paul at Foxall and, and by quite a few points if it, if it all goes well. So keeping it tight at, at Paul will be absolutely uh, pretty essential, really. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to what I said earlier. You know, when this team's backs to the wall, that's when they probably produce their best. Um, we don't want to return back to Foxall with 16 points to make up mm. because... Maybe that's too much backs to the wall. But, mm. um, you know, I'd like to think that we can keep it tight there. I, I see no reason why not. Maybe even because of the weather the way it is, it will have a bearing on conditions that may suit us better. Um, we can keep our fingers crossed for that one. And, yeah, I, I, I don't know what a realistic target is. Um, to win at Paul would be great. Mm. But, of course, you wouldn't put it past them to come Foxwell and win. So, <laughs> right. there or thereabouts will do and we'll have to be strong at home. And I think, I mean, obviously, Ipswich were there last Monday um, and there was sort of a bit of a testy t- time to test a bit, a few things. And I mean, has that been an advantage? I mean, to be fair, Paul, I think it's quite a confident thing to do to, to beat Ipswich at home by 12 and then just say, oh, we'll choose them again next week because or, even though they've just been here a week before. Yeah, um, you know, that, that result looked comfortable. We never really let them go. It was a little bit stretched in the end. Um, and some of that came down to the fact that the gaffer... Um, stuck to his guns, didn't make any changes, which he told me pre-meeting that that was exactly what he was going to do unless he was forced into it. Um, and I think it was the right thing to do mm. because he was very confident. Um, and this is where I think you know one of Richie's strong points is sort of reading the game, not necessarily the meeting, but maybe how other things are going to pan out as the season goes. And he was quite confident that... Um, Paul would take top spot and that they would pick us. Mm. And <laughs> he was spot on. So, you know, his tactics to say, no, I want everybody to get their rides. I want everybody to try what they need to try. Um, you know, and, and leaving uh, James in his last ride meant he's come away uh, with yeah. a good ride and a bit of confidence. You know, mm. so everything he did, I, I can't fault. You know, of course we want to win and, and uh, you know, obviously not making the changes almost made it look like we weren't bothered about winning. Mm. Um we were, and we, we wanted the confidence to take from that. But the gaffer felt the most important thing was to, to get the laps in and be ready for for what is more important, and that's the playoffs. Yeah, I think most uh, most fans accept that as well. I think most fans would have looked at that and said, why do you want to make any changes? Yeah, Yes, if you win, fantastic, but really it's about getting that track time and uh, stuff like that. So, so, that, so there we are then, Chris. I mean, obviously, you know, talk about Richie. Richie Hawkins done a good job as team manager. And, and of course, this week, Ollie Allen and Simon Stead were announced as the joint British team managers. Um, yeah, I mean, some good young managers about, isn't there? Good young t- young lads around who can, you know, who can manage manage riders. A, g- a good appointment, I'm sure it is. You know both the guys well. Yeah, I, th- I think it's great for, for the sport in general at various levels, doing various jobs to have um, the, you know, the young guys, the professional young guys that know how to uh, deal with situations and handle themselves. Uh, you know, um, everybody you've mentioned, as far as I'm concerned, Richie does a great job with our team um, and Simon said Nolly Allen um, I'm not a fan of more than one manager in a, in a role I've ridden under it I've watched it in the past um, doesn't work for me but uh, you know I'm certainly not going to knock their appointments because no. if anybody can make it work those two probably can yeah it's excellent so um, I mean overall then Chris I mean it's a, it's 
Have you enjoyed this season? I know still. I know we're not finished. And the playoffs are coming. You'll enjoy it even more if <laughs> if Danny King is, is dancing around Foxall with the uh, Premiership no, trophy. Dancing. I've seen him dance. I've seen him. I've seen Rich Yorkins dance as well. Oh, yeah, with, you usually, see that. with a chair usually. But I mean that's a different story. Um, but no. Well, I mean obviously that would be a grand finale. But if we if we stopped it here and now, what would you? If you stopped it here and now, what would you? What would you say about the season? And how it's been? Uh, well, it's positive, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, we started as um, most. Pundits, most fans, wooden spooners. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Mm. I think, you know, pretty much most of the Speedway world, certainly in this country, felt that uh, we were the whipping boys and uh, we'd find it tough. Um, of course, we found it tough at times, mm. but in general, we've we've been extremely competitive. Um, so I've enjoyed it. I've mm. enjoyed working with, with um, you know, all nine of the riders that we've ultimately had. And... Um, I'm looking forward to the playoffs because I believe we're going into them with a genuine chance of, of lifting some silverware. Niels Christian Everson, just finally before we start, we've moved on to the last couple of questions. I mean, bringing him in, what influence has he already had in just a very short period of time on the team? Um, bringing someone in as professional as Niels is, definitely at this stage of the season when everyone's getting tired and, and equipment's getting tired, has lifted... Um, the team in as much as taking a look at him and thinking hang on a minute you know I, I've got to step it up I've got to prepare as well as he is that's that's how he physically mentally prepares himself and how his equipment is prepared so um, on many levels apart from the fact that you know he's given us more strength within the team um, he's 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 just lifted the lads really are the witches preparing for the premiership next season already or we always started um yeah, of course. You know, yeah. I said that that's where the club aims to be. There's, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, the sale is ongoing. So there's things that have got to happen. But I see the club's future at the top right. And, uh, well, going to the playoffs then, Chris, have you got, have you got a, a lucky tie or a lucky, I don't know, pair of socks or something you wear? Or have you got anything, a lucky hat or anything do you wear? I don't, I, I've got, um, I usually carry a lucky sort of marble in my in my pocket. But uh, what about yourself? No. You haven't got anything. <laughs> luck, luck, luck doesn't come into it. You make your luck. <laughs> Looking forward to the playoffs. So, Chris, of course, everybody will be at Foxhall on Saturday night. Um, that's the big one. That's the second leg. Hopefully the second leg um, at Foxhall. Um, I just want to see a big big crowd supporting the lads. They they deserve it and they will respond to it. It's a Saturday night. Kids don't have to go to school. Um, come along. Get your... Get your grand to give you a lift so you can have a few beers and uh, get a enjoy yourselves. A couple of chilli dogs and we're all away, aren't we? Absolutely. All right. Thanks very much, Chris. And um, great. We'll see you. We'll see you on Saturday. Thanks, Mike.